Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A a few things. Um, B-Mitch, you remember Brooks Merriweather. Brooks, the good dude, a real one. Um, Brooks just called me. I'm excited. I get to work with Brooks this afternoon. Kerwin's out of town. We're all going out to Ashburn. Talk to some uh, some coaches. I like talking to coaches. I really enjoy getting to talk to position coaches because they don't talk all that often, mm-hmm. and I feel like you can actually learn something when you get to talk to them. Um, now, I, I did have a question for Landfill. I understand Neil Greenberg is on the line. I'm very excited to talk to Neil. Um Lanville, is that Neil's walk-up song? I mean, it might be. Well, should we at least allow the man who has given us so many good bets to make over the years his own walk-up song? Hello, Neil Greenberg. How do you do, sir? I'm doing great. And and Lanville's known me for what, like a decade. He knows what uh, what kind of music I I would walk up to. What was, was that? It? that? Whatever that was. Was that like a Aussie? I mean, I'm fine with any heavy Sabbath? metal type music. Yeah, it was right. Aussie. Okay. Yeah, Ozzy is the the king of heavy metal. All right. As long, Ozzie, hey, Ozzie, listen. Wow. Greenberg, if you're happy, we're happy, man. I am very, very happy. Except when you do that nerd video game stuff on Twitter <laughs> that I can't, I, I, I can't even understand what it means. Um, uh, dude. So we were just talking about stuff with the commanders and around the NFL. Um, you know, the Combine's next week. Guys are going to start getting released. I actually think the Lions have made a few moves. I think the Lions released um, a veteran safety. Um, what's the news? Tracy, I think. Um, Tracy Walker. Like, these types of moves are going to start happening. I'm curious, and, and maybe you haven't done this on a deep dive statistical level like I know you do, but in your vision, what is the best way to conduct a rebuild for an NFL team? Hmm. Well, you have to start at the quarterback. Um, and we talked about this before. Um, you, you need to get that right. And it doesn't – you don't – I mean, yes, everyone would love a Patrick Mahomes type. But what you really need is just a, an above-average player at a below-average market cost so that you can fill out the rest of the roster. Because um, you only get a few years – of cost control with, you know, with, with young players. And, you know, once that cost control is over, things start to balloon very quickly, right? The franchise tag, everyone wants more money at the position than everybody else. You know, every year we set records for positional contracts, except maybe at running back. So I think 
you know, especially when you're when you haven't been good and you're getting a chance to pick high in the draft, you know, you you have to go with the with the position that's the most impact. And you know, absolutely, you need to have good players in the trenches. The the quarterback needs to have players to throw to, et cetera. Um, but we've seen time and again an above-average quarterback on a below-average market contract can pay a lot of dividends um, for a number of years. You get a great one, though. They can even do it once it's up in. Ever since Pat got that $450 million, they won two Super Bowls, right? Yeah. <laughs> so my question to you would be this. We all, we all lose our mind over skill position players. Have you ever done any type of uh, analytics on teams that build their beefies or build their sexies? Which ones get to where they want to get quicker? Ooh, the beefies versus the sexies. Now you're talking. Yeah, I, I, I came on the right day. Um, <laughs> the, what I have looked at is what are the most dependable positions at the draft? And what I mean by that is where are you most likely to get an above-average player? Um, offensive line is certainly one of them. Um, quarterback is not as reliable as you might think. Wide receiver is a little more reliable. Um, but, but absolutely, I, if given the choice, you know, I would go, I would go beefy um, because the, the, you know, the sexy players get the money too, even when they don't necessarily deserve it, right? I mean, like yeah. that's, that's the other challenge. You don't really see a lot of linemen – um, in diva mode, you know, demanding top dollar. Um, they're usually quietly taken care of. I think, you know, around the league, the, the value of a, of a left tackle is, is obviously widely known. Um, you know, even the defensive line, the pass rushers, especially on the edge, are, are getting a lot of money. But I do think the interior defensive linemen are becoming more and more important. Um, so if given the choice, I would definitely go beefy. Right. Yeah, I, I mean – Typically where you win games. Doc would say they smell like bacon. They do. (laughs) They do. Um, Greenberg, when or will you start to weigh in on which of the two, maybe three quarterbacks you like the most for Washington? Maybe you've already done so, and forgive me if I missed it. Like, it sure seems to me, and I've thought this all along, they won't get Caleb Williams. He's going to go number one to Chicago or number one to whoever ends up with that pick. And they're going to have their choice of Jaden Daniels and Drake May. Um, I think there's reasons to like both guys. Whichever one they draft, I'm excited to watch the process unfold, particularly what is hopefully a functional process where the whole organization is behind the development of a young quarterback. Um, I, I think there's a lot to like about both guys. If I had to tell you my biggest concern on Daniels is when he gets hit, it looks like a car wreck. Um, if I had to tell you my biggest concern around May, it's that I see him bail out of too many clean pockets, and, and that's something that, that I don't know that you fix. Um, where are you on it? Well, my, my thought process has changed a little bit after Pro Football Focus came out with an article a couple of, uh, yesterday. Um, and what they did was they looked at Patrick Mahomes, and they looked at players that create in a similar way. Now, this isn't to say that these are the next Patrick Mahomes. This isn't to say that they're going to be as good as Patrick Mahomes. But what they're saying is that players in the draft that are best at extending plays and making something out of nothing um, have low pressure to sack rates, 
um, are are able to do the s- similar things that Patrick Mahomes does, maybe not at his level, but are able to and have shown to be able to do similar things. The 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 prospects that are in his kind of his tier, the highest tier, are Caleb Williams, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix. Hmm. Um, and that surprised me because you know in tier two you have Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Um, that surprised me a little bit because that's, you know, that kind of brings us back to the question, like, what do you do it to? And if you honestly think that either of Penix or Knicks can even be as good as May or Daniels, then, you know, it, trading back becomes a real avenue to success. Um, so that's got me thinking a little bit differently now because um, I, I really wasn't expecting that for them to be in that type of class or to have that type of skill set or, or, or rate it so highly. Um, so that certainly has, has changed my opinion a little bit. And, you know, looking at, you know, the number two pick, you can you could probably get a sizable haul for, for something like that. But then when you look at uh, Penix, knee injuries, but football focus don't throw that into it. But You're right. I'm going to throw don't. that into it. <clears throat> they are not going to draft a guy that high that has the, that bad knee. Well, I'm not saying you draft them that high. I'm saying you trade back. Um, but yes, there, 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 are, there are a lot of different things that happen. But um, you know, if if that if you do think that the knee injury is something that's not going to affect him long term, you know, that's something that you can certainly consider. Um, and you know, when you're trading back and you're getting players lower in the draft, they all have warts, right? Like, there's a reason why they slip. Mm-hmm. Um, and it becomes a risk-reward calculation. So, you know, if the reward is to have a quarterback that is similar to Patrick Mahomes, and there's obviously varying gradations of that, you know, is that worth trading back, getting more picks, plugging more holes in a roster that's full of holes, you know, and taking that risk? Because, you know, quite frankly, we don't know how good any of these guys are going to be. We've seen, you know, number one players go bust. We've seen number two you know, quarterbacks drafted number two go bust. Um, so it's really, it really is just a roll of the dice in a lot of different respects. Um, so, you know, it's all calculated risk. I'm just saying my my decision-making, like, on the whole thing and how I'm looking at it has changed a little bit. Um, and I now see value in trading back where perhaps I didn't before, only because if you're improving your what team, is... you're not expecting to draft this high. And if you're going to draft this high, it makes sense to take the best possible quarterback you can. What is the metric that Penix and Knicks uh, – give it to me one more time so I understand. They looked at, um, they looked at uh, their PFF pass grade overall, their big-time throw rate, their turnover-worthy throw rate outside the pocket – um, when they're scrambling, they're looking at their pressure-to-sack ratio. They're looking at um, how they extend plays and avoid taking sacks outside of the pocket. You know, so they're just can looking I, at these I things that – you know, yes. and, and maybe this isn't even a fair thing to say because Daniels is in the same boat. But at, at what point doesn't the extreme experience of, of all three of these guys, of Penix – Daniels, and Knicks. I mean, these guys all started college football for five years. Like, multiple, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, ten-plus games a year for five years. At at some point, 
is that not part of the calculus of them being able to evade sacks better? Well, I mean, it, you would think that they would be able to recognize it, but you know, it's a skill issue, right? I mean, it's also a it's also a decision making. Um, and what you have available in front of you. You know, the challenge with the quarterbacks at the college level of is they're all in different programs. They're all facing different skill sets of sure. offense and defense or playing with, you know, skill levels that on offense or against defense. Um, schemes are different, you know, uh, pro style, not pro style, shotgun, not shotgun, you know, gadget type plays. I mean, there's just such a wide variation of, of college performance. I think that's why Pro Football Focus is trying to just narrow in on on stuff that's translatable to the NFL, right? And and it, it, look, it, it's it's tough. I mean, yeah. if anyone that tells you they know what's going to happen obviously doesn't. <laughs> um, they're all educated guesses to varying degrees, um, and we're you know we, we won't know what the correct answer is probably for what two three years from now. Yeah. Um, Unless so it, we it's know, like, it's an unenviable position, especially for Washington, because it just feels like there's so much riding on this pick for a variety of reasons. Um, you know, if it goes well, there's going to be a lot of fanfare. If it doesn't go well, there's going to be a lot of head shaking and you know, same old, same old type conversation. Do you notice at this time of the year, though, um, Neil, that we more talk about what a per- what a person can't do more than the what he can do? Yeah, I mean, because that's and comparing everybody to Pat Mahomes, isn't that a isn't that like uh, not good of a thing for the person we're talking about? Pat Mahomes. Yeah, is that's why I made sure to 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 say like we're not calling him Patrick Mahomes. They're not saying he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But quarterbacks have similar skill sets, right? I mean, like, but but there's obviously quarterbacks that are much better at that. And um, you know, I I hate this time of year because every quarterback's Joe Montana. Every um, you know, every edge guy is one of the Watt brothers or, right. um, you know, generational talents. And, you know, I, I always call back to a – it's a different sport, but to, you know, the local guy here in hockey, Alex Ovechkin, like that's a generational talent, right? Like that's a guy that is the epitome of generational talent, you know, way better than his peers over a super long period of time. Um, you know, and and we can't have one generational talent a year in the draft, right? Like, that's just not what nope. generational talent means. And, you know, I also think the negative sells, right? Like, you look at all the people screaming at each other on the sports shows and, and sports radio and everything, and, you know, it's always, you know, why people can't do stuff or why people are making mistakes. And, you know, that's what people tune in for because that's what you can argue against. But, um, you know, I think – you know, we're just going to have to wait and see what, what people can or can't do because we, we get it wrong in the draft quite a bit. Well, if that's the case, nine people thought that Pat Mahomes wasn't a generational talent. Right. And, <laughs> and you know, so you got to have, you gotta have you some know, level of work, too. Else, right? Like, you yeah. know, we have the, the multiverse, and he's, you know, on the Jets or something. Like, <laughs> you know, who knows what happens, right? I mean, like, yeah. you need the player, the coach, the environment, and everything like that. You know, Travis Kelsey – um, you know, you need so many things that, that to make it work. Um, but yeah, you're right. And, and you know, Tom Brady too. Everyone's like, well, Tom Brady's a six round pick, and it's like, yeah. I mean, like, how many times was he passed over, and then it ended up working out? Yeah. But you know, you have to. You know, how many teams got it? Wrong? Even the Patriots got it wrong because they didn't draft him until the sixth round. Like, <laughs> you know, knowing what we know now, he'd be the first pick. But um, you know, nobody knows anything about the draft. 
Yeah, I, you're right, and I think a lot of the, the generational stuff you said is so true, and we live in such a microwave society that, like, people just automatically assume something's better. And, I, I mean, the, the the two best players in NFL history probably played in the 1980s, if you're talking LT and Jerry Rice. But whatever. We don't need to get into all that. Are right? White? I'm saying you can, you can make <laughs> lots of arguments, but everybody determines that the best is happening right now all the time. Um to your earlier point, I know my boy McBrien is all over Bo Nix, swears he's going to be a stud. I, B, it, it is a little crazy. We haven't talked much about this. And we can say it's Oregon and the Pac-12 and wide open and blah, blah, blah. He completed 77% of his passes with, for 45 touchdowns against three picks. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, damn and, good. And, and the NFL is becoming a more conservative offense in the passing game, right? Like, we're not – we're not seeing many deep throws as, as we yeah. have before. We're not seeing, you know, longer throws like we, we've seen in the past. You know, so maybe that translates better. And, um, you know, I, I think everything, all scenarios are valid, right? Like everybody has a point to make of, like, what Washington should do at number two and what Bo Nick's ceiling could or couldn't be and what his floor is. Like, you know, we're all just guessing. Um, someone's going to be right. And the person that's going to be right is going to be very loud. They're going to be right. You know, I certainly do that. Um, so we really just don't know. Um, it's just it's just how much risk do you want to take? I mean, you know, it, ta- it's, it takes guts to trade out of the number two pick, I think, right now and go with a guy like Bo Nix because you're going to have to justify that pick until it works out, right? Like, and if it doesn't work out, it's going to haunt you forever. Look yes. at how Robert Griffin III haunts this franchise forever. Um, you know, if you get a high pick wrong, you know, Chase Young is going to haunt this, this yeah. franchise forever um, until, until they get it so right that, that people just don't care anymore. Um, it's tough. It's an unenviable position. I'm glad that I can just throw snowballs and have them not really mean anything, but the organization has to make a very real pick very yeah. soon. It's not just commentating. It's making a decision that's going – Make make the decision based off of will you be there long enough or not. Yeah, right. we walk away from it, but this this organization has to live with it. Yeah, whenever I get asked to serve on a board or something, I say, no, sir, I prefer to stand on the sideline and just lob grenades. Um, Neil, thank you for the time, dude. Obviously some good stuff. With if it's Kobe. a paid board, you better jump on that thing, that's, bro. That's a whole different matter, Brian. Yeah. Um, uh, good stuff with Ovi getting two last night. Yeah, he's back on track. I feel a lot better about that. So do I, then. So oh, do I. Yeah. You're, our, you're the official mathematician of the b Bench Finley program. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Thank you. What an honor. I'd like to thank so many people. I'll do it next time. <laughs> next time it is. Uh, that's our guy, Neil Greenberg. Give him a follow, at N Greenberg. Uh, when we come back, I, I want to talk about something specifically. Having a quarterback isn't just about interceptions and touchdowns. It's about an organizational commitment to the passer. Is Washington ready to go all the way in. We sure hope so. Let's look at what that look like, looks like around the NFL. Brian Mitchell here. And whether I'm on the field or off, I always demand excellence. And if your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for my friends over at Rude. Thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying, qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18-seer inverted heat pumps powering my home. And it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com. That's R-U-U-D.com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. Because if it ain't Rude, 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, right. Used to get it done. Also, Jeff legit needs to get his head out of the gutter. All I said was I'm eating a banana, and he hit me with a pause. Is that a fair pause, B? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> hey, li- listen, bro. If you're under 35, you pause for everything because all you think is about is silliness. Too busy pausing to remember how to live. Um, B, are you familiar with Alexis Ohanian? I heard that name before. So I had two, and then I Googled him real quick because I knew I knew that name. From oh, that's Serena's husband. Yeah, yeah. Serena's husband who I'm not sure kind of the how and the where, but he he, he grew up a, a major Redskin fan. Really? Yeah. Um, I think he grew up in like maybe Howard County or something, went to UVA. Um, I am in no way taking credit for this, but I just want to point this out. I think a lot of – ideally we are getting the Mike Sellers GoFundMe yep. just on people's radars, right? Um, I, I mean, dude, in the last since we talked about it this morning, I think it was a little over twenty grand, and it's close to forty grand now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how it got to be. Well, there's a lot of people out there putting it out there, so for you know, sure, yeah. But Alexis Ohanian, Serena Williams' husband and the founder of Reddit, I believe, is how he made his money. Just donated seven thousand seven hundred sixty dollars. Hell, there you go. I thought that was pretty cool. I think that's cool as hell. And he uh, he put out a tweet with the with the GoFundMe link. He said, "Mike Sellers was a beast for us in D.C. for like a decade. Sorry to hear about his health and family. Sending it out to the world, hoping y'all will join me. So, if you can help, help. If you can't, we understand. Um, I just thought that was pretty damn cool. Man. Yep. Um, all right. So it, it's easy to talk about committing to a quarterback, right?" and developing and all of that stuff. But what are the teams that do it kind of at the best level, right? Like what are the teams that really have committed to their guy and he's in the right position and all that stuff? There's one super obvious answer. Mahomes, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mahomes and the Chiefs, I I mean – the contract's there. They've built everything around each other. Um, it, it, it's going to work. 
and there's nobody else in that tier. No matter how much you love Lamar, sorry to the governor, no matter how much you love Herbert, no matter how much you love Burrow, Denton Day, I think, is legitimately in love with Burrow. Like, none of, nobody is on the Mahomes level right now. Yeah, period. Nobody, nobody at all. Because even when Brady was at his best, Peyton certainly flirted with being at the same level. There is nobody right now on the Mahomes level. Um, but you do have all these guys. You've got Josh Allen with the Bills, Lamar with the Ravens, Burrow with the Bengals, Herbert with the Chargers. All of these guys have gotten the the big contract. Um, all of these guys are are locked in for the long haul. The only one of these dudes with significant playoff success, however, is Burrow. He got to a Super Bowl, lost yep. in another AFC title game. Herbert, I think, is 0-1 in his career in the playoffs. Lamar, I, I, I mean, has lost at least his last two home playoff games. Mm-hmm. Um, Allen hasn't gotten it done. I mean, Allen had that the epic divisional round showdown against the Chiefs, but ultimately we got it was a, lot a divisional of rules. We, got, we got rules changed because of that. Right, but ultimately it was a divisional round loss. Yeah, totally. You, you could dress it up a lot of different ways, but – um, I mean, that's why for me, I'm, I'm a burrow ahead of everybody else guy, but he's now coming back from his second major injury in four years, five years. Mm-hmm. And he, his playing style is such that he is just absolutely reckless with his body and not in a running quarterback way, but in a staying in the pocket and getting clocked way. Mm-hmm. And, and that worries me. Um, but I, I, I do love Burrow. Maybe not in the same way Denton does, but I do love Burrow. Yeah. What about after that, B? After Burrow? He, he, whatever you think of that tier, but I think Burrow, Allen, Lamar, Herbert are kind of a next tier. Yeah. What quarterback would you be most committed to after that top five? Uh, I like um, my man down in Jacksonville. Lawrence? Yep. Fair, but I think you got to pay him soon. Yeah, but, but the thing about it, JP, I don't even discuss quarterback contracts very much. They all gonna get paid. Sure, hell, they pay Tannehill. They pay everybody in this league. If you if you're under the center, you're gonna get paid. So, I mean, all of them get paid. But you have to build a team. Like we were talking to uh, Neil earlier, he said you need to have a quarterback with a low salary. Pat Mahomes has a high salary. Pat Mahomes wasn't his best this year. They built some stuff around him. You got to be able to pick talent. That's first and foremost. And if you can't pick talent, you could have an exceptional quarterback and you're still going to lose. I agree with that. I, I would, I like Lawrence. To me, though, the the next answer on this but I list. I forgot Jalen. That's the Jalen Hurts. Bro, I, that's still not the next answer on my list. Who's next? Stroud. I mean, as far listen, as who I want to build with going forward, I need to see him do it another year I know, or something. I know I, your rule. Yeah, I know I, your rule. Like we do, we do this every year. A guy has a great year, we automatically throw him up there with the rest of the guys, and then they start falling apart, and then we 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 got to keep him there because we put him there. My whole thing is Stroud has the potential to be as good as he want to be. I saw him with what's called him the other day. What's what's the girl name? Uh, uh, Jeff, the, t- the blonde hair. 
He keep hanging around her, he gonna start falling off too. Amber Rose. Yeah. Mm-mm. Come on, dog. Jeff, what do I need to know about Amber Rose? <laughs> Pull up. I'm I'm pulling it up. She, 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 like a Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah, just look her up, bro. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I saw that. I'm like, oh, come on, dog. Now you 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 represent me with this other person. Now you her? Come on, dog. Let's be real. Um, so I don't know just yet if he is going to be like those other guys. Has the potential to be, but I don't know. Jalen, this past year. I don't know what happened, what went wrong up there. Did you hear? I think it's a dude in New York tried to say he heard that, like, somebody slept with somebody's girl in Philly, and that's why it all went sideways. Man, look, I don't worry about all that crap. Something went sideways in Philly. Something went sideways, but, hey, if they allow any female to uh, stop their whole team, then they're some dumbasses. What do you think of Jordan Love with the Packers, B? You need another year? I like Jordan Love, but let's be real. How long have you been in the league? Five years? Three. Three years? Mm-hmm. Okay, and he stepped up last year. Y'all doing some more? I know a guy you like. Who? Brock Purdy. I like Purdy. And I, and I listen, to be honest with you, and people might think I'm crazy, I might put Brock in front of a lot of those people that we already named. I know you like him. I think I, I applaud it. He this dude here. He he gets knocked because he wasn't a first round pick, but he has more success than all of them. I know a guy you like. Who? John Leahy. I love that dude. That's my guy. Hell yeah, he is. He's the DMV MVP of real estate. And if you're looking to buy or sell your home, John Leahy is who you need to call. Just like Ashley did, she experienced the Leahy difference with John and his team firsthand. She called the entire process of selling her Woodbridge town, townhouse enjoyable, quick, and profitable. Ashley claims their attention to detail made all the difference, and that's what brought her multiple offers over the asking price. Speaking of which, how much can John and his team get you for your home? Find out the answer in 30 seconds for free at johnsellsdmv.com. We're talking about John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. It only takes a few seconds to request an instant cash off on your home at johnsellsdmv.com. John Leahy is our friend, and he offers you flexible fees, customized to your needs. And you know what? If life, John knows that life happens. So if needed, he will let you out of your contract at any time. Well, and here's the thing. The real estate market's obviously funky. We keep waiting for rates to go down. They're not going down. Nobody's selling. You need somebody with the experience and the expertise in navigating a tricky real estate market, and John is that guy. He can get you an instant cash offer within 24 hours. Here's the other thing. If you're really considering selling your house, you got to do some stuff. You got to paint. You probably got to fix that leaky toilet, maybe put some new shelving in. John can take care of you if you're short on cash by getting you up to 50 grand to make repairs and upgrades, making your home irresistible when it goes on the market. And you can settle up with John at the back end at closing. That's just a few of the reasons I would trust John to sell my house. Call John Leahy today, 301-900-3052. Go to johnsellsdmv.com. Or what's even easier, just Google John Leahy Group and start packing. Yep. That, that I found, I found you. you. All right, B. Yep. Um, two he things sure to be controversial. Two things to be what? Two things sure to be controversial. Okay. Listen, listen to this wackiness. 
Uh, you know my, my boy Mark that runs Capital Hoops, right? Yeah. I mean, by far the best. If you're into high school basketball in this area, in the DMV from Baltimore to Richmond, by far the best site, right? Um, so in Montgomery County Public School League, Kennedy, Paint Branch, Whitman, and BCC all finished tied at 16-4. and four, mm-hmm. All right? And now they're going into playoffs, obviously. So to determine how to do this, B. Mitch, they had a coin flip. and it I, was I li- was about to say that as soon as you said it. Yo, it was live on Zoom. You could watch it. And they had four people flipping coins until one team had a different result than the other three. Okay. That just seems so weird to seems me. Seems so stupid. Yeah. How about just let them play a game? Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a tiebreaker or something. I don't know. But, yeah. like, I just can't imagine four dudes sitting there flipping quarters to determine where high school basketball teams go play. Um, but the good news, shout out to the Batland Barons of BCC. They won the coin flip, and they get to play Magruder on Friday for the county title. Y'all good? Hey, 16-4 and four is pretty damn Put good. Put money on it? I don't think you can bet on high school sports. Oh, uh, JP, you can bet on anything. When, Who went when, to Magruder? When, when did you, when did you uh, gain some type of uh, – a semblance of having any kind of mindset that you don't do things that people tell you not to do. That, that's a fair point. Yeah. I'm trying to think who went to Magruder. I think Helly went to Magruder. I could make a bet with Helly on that. Um, if there's any other Magruder, you I don't even know what. You know who went to Magruder? I think. Who? Linnell. You could deal with that. <laughs> All right. Here is what else is sure to be controversial because I'm sure those other teams. Or Landfill, Landfill, say what you have to say if you think this is so bad. I can't say it. It's profane. <laughs> you think Landfill draws the line at betting on high school sports. Is that a- accurate, Landini? That is correct. Well, right. I'm just saying it happens. It, people down south, <laughs> Texas, Florida, they bet on Little League football. That's I too believe much. That. It's been going on forever. I very much believe that. All right, Pete. Um, so I used to love college football video game. I'm guessing Jeff used to play it. Um, they had to take it away for a long time because of like the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit. And I think now in the NIL era, they're able to bring it back. Well, so, you gonna give Ed O'Bannon his money? Listen, man, I'm not in charge of the money, B. Apparently, I, I, all I do is bet on high school basketball. I don't know. I'm not in charge of the money, but the video game is coming back. And they ranked, I'm seeing this on Twitter, so hopefully this is real. They ranked the top college football stadiums between the band, the the crowd noise, just the vibe. I mean, that's what makes college football so special. Hell yeah. What do you think number one is? Number one with the band and the hype. With all of it. Uh, Ohio State. That's all right. B's one for one. They have Ohio State number one. Well, Ohio State's band is, is, is uh, world-renowned. Well, they dot the I, right? They do all kind of stuff there. Who is what's number two? Number two with the band. You got all, all of the it. band in there. So here's here's here. It says ranking the best stadiums for EA Sports College Football 25. Can't wait wait to hear those unique stadium sounds and bands. Mm, LSU. No. Michigan. No. Although I, um, Michigan was three. LSU was four. Okay, so who's two? Penn State. Penn State. I thought Penn State band was boring, to be honest with you. I, I, so they and go. I, I listen. 
I've, I've watched some bands in my time, and I'm telling you, like, some of these bands that give all this hype to, they better go check out the SWAT and some of the other schools. You'll find out what a band really could do. So here's the top ten, right? Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, LSU, Tennessee, Florida, Oregon, Texas, Bama, and then the Rose Bowl. Well, they must. They never been to Southern. They never been to FAMU. They never been, you know, to some of these schools like that. Southern University band? Oh, Lord. Well, I don't think it's just the band. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think it's the, the total. Too. Well, I know that football is not going to match those other ones, but their band show would beat those other bands. Well, listen, man, I know I, I've been in Tuscaloosa on a big Saturday, and that place bumps. I, yeah. I, I've, been at, I've been at Royal Stadium in Texas. That thing is massive. Um, I've been to the big house. You know, I, I got to fill out my list here clearly, but – I got to say, if you're telling me the top three stadiums in college football and none of them are in the SEC, kind of stands out to me. You said none of them in the SEC? They went Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan. Yeah, uh, but I'm saying, this is a, like you said, they threw the band in there. <laughs> They're not just telling you about the football. It's a band that's in there, too. Here's but what I'm telling you. The band is, ha- is awesome. They got an actual Tiger. Yeah, they got an actual yeah, tiger. And Mike, 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 Mike has a better house than most human beings. Mike, Mike. Um, here's what else I got to tell you about: free tickets to go see Neil Young. Caller number ten right now eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You win two tickets to Neil Young Crazy Horse Love Earth Tour Saturday, May eleventh at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com/events. Courtesy of Live Nation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.